Hey guys, if you're listening to this, this is the free portion of the podcast. It's the first 10 minutes of the episode. Usually episodes are about an hour or an hour and a half long, maybe even longer sometimes. I do two to three shows a week, so I suggest you subscribe, patreon.com forward slash P. Very important you do so, new baby and all that. It's pretty cheap, so go do that right now. Enjoy the first 10 minutes. Oh, hi, I'm Joshua Cash, and this is Wrong Opinion. That was MGMT with their song, Little Dark Age. I've used that song before as an opening, but when I got into my car today, that was the first song that was on the radio. And it got me thinking because I did have the stories I wanted to talk about laid out. I did have it laid out. I don't know what MGMT meant by Little Dark Age, and I don't care. I typically don't care what any musician, especially nowadays, or celebrity has to say about politics or philosophy or anything. They're usually wrong. But and I love MGMT by the way. But that the the little dark age, it did get me thinking. And I was thinking, yeah, we are living in a little dark age. We definitely are. <laughs> because if you just go to Wikipedia, which isn't really reliable, and you just type in dark age, the dark ages, it is pretty much where we're at right now. The Dark Ages, traditionally referring to early Middle Ages or Middle Ages, that asserts that a demographic, cultural, and economic deterioration occurred in Western Europe following the decline of the Roman Empire. The term employs traditional light versus darkness imagery to contrast the era's darkness, lack of records, with earlier and later periods of light, abundance of records. So technically, we're living in a in a light age, in an age where there's an abundance of records and information, and it's at our fingertips. We have, we have iPhones. We have the internet. We have podcasts. We have laptops. We have everything at our disposal. And are we doing anything about it? No. We would rather be living with our heads under the sand, underground. That's kind of where we're at. And that's like how we act with an abundance of anything as humans. An abundance of comfort. That's that's the era we're living in as well. We have an abundance of comfort. What do we do with that? We get fat, we get lazy, and we get dumb. And and not only that, but rather than living lives of 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 modesty and stoicism and courage and all of these things that people used to live with in harder times, we are constantly complaining. We're complaining as if this is the hardest time in human history. We're complaining like spoiled little brats would be complaining. And that's what happens. So we live in an era of an abundance of information, but we do nothing with that information. Not only that, but we're susceptible to to being manipulated by the global elite. We will buy into anything that they push. We revere authority nowadays. We don't question authority. We used to. And and uh, because that's part of human nature, we we can't trust everyone, especially people who aren't a part of our tribe. We can't trust people just because they say so. And, you know, you look at the past and you think, man, people are stupid. People are so stupid to to go along with with everything that they were told. But we're doing that now. And it's a lot worse it's a, it, and it's it's not like it's a lot more sophisticated because like i said we have the information like podcasts like this one we have the information at our fingertips 
we have the cliff notes basically too. You, it's not like you need to to go to the library and buckle down and do your research. It, everything's available. You have all the bullet points out there, and you're you're not even taking advantage of that. I'm not saying you. I'm saying maybe the people that you know, because like I said, you're smart. You listen to this podcast, and and if if you're listening to this podcast, you're listening to many others like this, and you're and you're curious. You're you're not um. You're not un- you're not like the people who think whatever the media tells them is the truth. Like the like the fact of the matter is I I want to start this episode off with race. Race is a touchy subject. You don't want to make it seem like you're bigoted by pointing out reality. <laughs> it's as simple as that. And I think a lot of what this has to do with also is is because there's this abundance of comfort along with that comes a, 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 it, a, along with that comes the ability for the elite to to use that against you in the sense that you're so used to your comfort you're so you, you don't want to be bothered not only do you not want to be bothered but but you you don't want to have to go to war and fight for what you really believe in you'd rather not believe in anything and rather than really not believing in anything You'd rather be oblivious to reality. So it's not that you, you you don't even believe in anything. You don't want to acknowledge reality is is happening. And it's right in front of your face, by the way. So race is touchy. Race is touchy because you don't want to be labeled something that is so evil. Or that has been painted as evil. Uh, because I could be labeled a racist for just pointing out reality. And at this point, I look at it like self-preservation. Am I going to live amongst people who refuse to acknowledge that this is happening? The media doesn't care that white kids are being murdered by black men. This is this is yesterday. This is two days ago. Teen 18 in an ankle monitor snatches four-year-old boy from his bed, his crib, he's that young, stabs him to death and dumps his body on Dallas Street in random attack. This isn't a random attack. He wanted to kill a white boy. And the media is silent about this. You'll find it on the Daily Mail and websites like that. But this would be national outrage if the races were reversed. We don't need to talk about how hypocritical the media is. That's not a very persuasive argument. We're already way past that. We know that they're hypocritical. But this is a matter of life and death, especially if you have a family. Now, I'm not saying to move to a state that doesn't have black people. I mean, be my guest, do that. You might be better off. You might be a lot safer. But I am suggesting that you should be a little bit more... There, People are trying to seem so not racist that they will hire a black man to be their child's nanny. And you know where that goes. I'll, tell, I'll show you that in a second. I'm sure I've spoken about this on the podcast before. And and that is some some hoops that you really have to go. That that is that <laughs> you you cultivate a, a filter. The older you get, the more intolerant you become because you you notice patterns. When you're young, you're more open minded. You're more open minded to try certain things or do certain things. And the older you get, if you don't ignore reality, you start to recognize. Yeah, I don't like that. I don't like that. I'm not gonna believe that anymore or that. And the amount of hoops that you have to go through to be a liberal these days 
is amazing. You basically have to neglect reality and say it doesn't exist. It's not real. Because um, I would never... I would feel weird if if a kindergarten teacher, for example, was a man. I'd be like, that guy's probably a pedophile. I would never leave my child with a man. Like a random a, a guy who is a nanny. Because that's kind of a weird profession for a man to want to do. You'd kind of... Something would go off in your mind and be like, yeah, I don't care if someone would label me as as intolerant. Uh, that's fucking crazy. And people are ignoring that. People are ignoring reality. It's absolutely insane. I was going to say something else with regards to that. Oh, yeah. Children's entertainment. Children's entertainment used to be... <laughs> it used to be the sort of thing that was... Not necessarily vulgar, but it could have been violent because it's allegories that anyone can really understand and enjoy, and it gives some sort of a life lesson. Like the the Grimm's fairy tales and all of that, that Disney and all of these companies have done to death, have, have recreated, readapted to death. But now, for example, people are giving their kids things that will make them retarded, like Baby Shark. Or the Wiggles, or I'm trying to think of something that is like a children's show. Uh, you see, I'm not a, a consumer of children's entertainment. I'll get to that in a second too. And I think that those people, you know, they're trying to make a quick buck also, but those are failed actors. And not only that, but they have a, a dark side to them that I would su- I would say they're probably pedophiles, like Mister Rogers. I'm not saying was a pedophile, but watch the movie about him and you're like, that guy's weird. I wouldn't leave my kid alone with him. That guy is weird. And people are really not paying attention to how they're treating their kids. And this sort of thing that that happened, it's it's like it's not random. It's not like this barely ever happens. This black man, 18 years old, killing a four-year-old white boy. And th- this wouldn't be happening in a, in a healthy society. This sort of thing wouldn't be happening. It would be so rare. Like school shootings used to be so rare that it, it was uh, not indicative of a bigger problem. It was just it, it just never happened before. But now they're more common. And it's not because of guns. There was more guns back back then. Like back then, guns were more acceptable than they are now. But they're drugging kids now. They're alienating kids now more. And uh, the, the, the less cohesive a society, the more that kind of stuff will happen. And the more this stuff will happen too. 